Welcome to the Yes You Can podcast, a soft place to land for fit pros and aspiring entrepreneurs looking for a motivational cheerleader who's been through it all and believes your best life is about being brave and tapping into your magic. Hi, I'm Hannah Pratt, an online coach and marketing guru and vulnerability queen. I'm here ready to share my experiences through grief, life, and finding my place on the podium to help you level up. So grab a latte and a notebook and get ready to be inspired through the Yes You Can podcast. Hey friends, welcome to the Yes You Can podcast. I am so thrilled to have you here today because I have a client and friend who is going to be dishing everything about social media and helping us heart-centered service providers find clarity and our authentic voice. Nicole is a person who started her lash artistry business in her father's basement and moved into a premier beauty salon with waitlisted clients and a roster that is full. She found through that journey that it wasn't just about making money and having a completely booked and busy schedule, but it was actually about serving people that she wanted to hang out with, friends and people who were high quality clients. She learned through her own process how to start attracting those ideal clients through social media, and she mastered the art of your of optimizing your social media platforms like Instagram to really start to attract those clients and then get to booked and busy without being burnt out. So I'm really thrilled to have her here today to be giving you some tangible, strategic, along with mindset shifts and inviting you to join her masterclass. So I wanted to preface and get into this episode with a little bit of an intro because the last few weeks of my life have been all over the place. And truthfully, Nicole and I recorded this episode over a week ago. And normally I am really quick on the editing process. I finish the episode, immediately start editing it. And the reason this was such a challenge was because we had Mercury is in retrograde. I think all the planets were in retrograde from what I'm told. (laughs) But when we were recording, we had about three separate times when the recording full-on stopped. And so that means there's multiple audio files to edit. And on top of that, I had some major migraine issues over the last two weeks, triggered by stress, by hormones, by, again, the planets. I have literally no idea, but I've had about six in the last two weeks. And this has been a major challenge to be in front of my computer. So I just wanted to preface by saying some of the things we talk about, including two of her masterclasses, have happened already. She is offering a free masterclass that's the champagne pop and intro to her new coaching program that we talk about, booked and busy but not burnt out. So there's one more happening on September 24th. You are going to want to get into these. I've watched them personally myself. I attended. There's so much value, everything from how to optimize your Instagram bio to different things you can post if you're feeling overwhelmed and not sure how to show up and not sure how to communicate to your ideal client. And she does a QA and a at the end. So if you're feeling like you want to learn more about how you can really fill your books as a service provider by doing some social media strategy, this is for you. Also, again, I like... <laughs> I just cannot believe the last few weeks of September. I don't know if anybody else is feeling this way, but holy mackerel, it's been a wild journey. The other thing is it's my birthday coming up next week. And here's the deal. It is a big birthday for me. It's also big emotions. 
If you have listened to this podcast before, you would know that I have a journey of grief and losing my mother eight years ago. And I think anybody who's lost a person is really important to them, who made them feel special, who was the light of their life, as my mom was to me. Birthdays can be, and big celebrations can be hard. There's, even if they're fun, even if they're wonderful, even if you have an amazing life, they can still be hard because they're a reminder of who's not there for you. And so it's been interesting. It's been like, I've been oddly emotional. And I think that it's just as time goes by and slips away, it feels, it feels very strange to be aging and not have this person in my life. And so even eight years later, it is a painful thing. Grief is a journey. It is not like us with no starting and finishing point, to be honest. And one of the reasons I love Nicole, my guest today, so much is because not only is she a recently retired lash artist, but she is a budding therapist. She's in school to be a therapist right now. And we have a connection of both losing our moms very suddenly. And I think at some point in the future, if she'd be interested and willing, I would love to have her on for a separate podcast episode to talk about grief because I feel as humans who are working your way through the world and empathizing with others and supporting others, it can feel can feel lonely sometimes as 20-somethings at the time I was 20, having lost my mom, and I know she's in her 20s too. It feels strange. It feels strange to experience something that a lot of people won't. So I don't want to bring anybody down. Skip through this part if this is like too much for you. But there's just been a lot going on. On a happier note, I always like to do something fun around my birthday for clients and potential clients. Now, here is a heads up. If you are an instructor or an aspiring instructor, I am going to be be bringing Instructor Magic back in November. This is my signature six-week program for instructors, fit pros, and aspiring instructors to master their marketing, motivation, coaching, voice, and presence on the podium so they can get to waitlist cl- waitlisted classes. So there is a waitlist link in the show notes. I, along with Nicole's masterclass sign-up link, and I am doing something that I've never done before. I've had a lot of people be like, hey, can we just jump on Zoom? Can I pick your brain? And I, first of all, that sentence is like, the phrase pick your brain always makes me cringe a little bit, but there's literally no other way to say it. And I've always, it's always been challenging because I don't really have a one-off, one-on-one virtual coaching session. I've always had packages that have allowed the relationship between me and a client to be longer and the transformations to be deeper. However, that limits people who maybe don't have a big major launch coming up or who want to get into digital product launching, which is what I specialize in, or even marketing plans, but they just want clarity on an idea and where do I go from here? Everything from how to start a podcast to really drilling down something within your idea and you have feel, you have feel like you have a million of them and you just want to clarify something, this one-on-one session that I'm now launching for my birthday could be for you. I'm doing a $100 off one-on-one coaching session that is 60 minutes in length. We'll probably go over to 75 minutes and that is also in the show notes and I'm going to be running it for two weeks. Those coaching sessions can happen in October into November and I'm really excited and there's going to be limited because I there's going to be a limit of how many people I can see. So if you are interested in that, please look in the show notes for more information. Okay, without further ado, I am so excited to welcome 
Nicole, the Lash Therapist, and Social Media Therapist to a Yes You Can podcast. Thank you so much. I think we may have already said this already, but this has been a huge bucket list moment for me. So I just want to thank you for having me on. I love when I hear that from people because I'm like, I always feel like when I ask folks to be on the podcast, which is the case here, I'm like, I expect that if you had wanted to, you would have asked me. And so I'm always like, I feel like I'm putting people out. So I'm really pumped to hear that. Now, we know each other super well. Now, for everybody listening, Nicole is one of my clients, and we've worked together for the last three months through her launch, which you're going to hear all about. But for everybody else who might not know you, and I feel like that's impossible because a lot of my listeners are in Winnipeg, and you are I think, a prominent figure here in all the things you do. Why don't you tell people like who you are and who you serve? Yeah, sure. So I'm Nicole Yakalashik. I am a creative entrepreneur, a master's degree therapy student, a newly retired multi-certified lash and brow artist, and the face behind the lash therapist. And lately, I've been everyone's favorite friendly neighborhood social media therapist. So That's a little bit about me. I am currently residing in Winnipeg, which is on Treaty 1 territory, keeping busy here, doing the most. (laughs) Literally doing the most. Literally doing the most. I was like, when you were reciting the things that you do and who you are, I'm like, (laughs) I tend to attract people who are like me, who are multi-passionate, who dabble and have in a lot of different areas and have different passions and have different levels of expertise. And you, so Nicole has been a masterclass instructor for my Instructor Magic students in the past with her social media prowess and strategies and talking about Instagram specifically. And the newly retired lash artist (laughs) part was something that's very recent. And you've built this following on Instagram that is from the lash therapist, lash artists. You have the most beautiful aesthetic ever. (laughs) And yet you make it easy and relatable and have this like authentic vibe. I think partly and probably because you are also working towards being a therapist. And so tell me a little bit about your business journey from starting as a lash artist into the point where you are now, where you're serving people in a different way through social media. Yeah, I would love to get into that. It's always such an interesting journey to see how people combine their multi-passions or where it is down the line for people like myself who have beautiful ADHD brains where we're just like, oh, I'm really good at this. I'm going to turn this into a business. Exactly. So, So over the past five years, I grew a brand as the Lash Therapist. I started a part-time side hustle in my dad's basement and worked after hours, after my nine to five, starting from scratch with having absolutely no business background, having no idea what I was doing, making all of the mistakes and experiencing the wins that came out of trying things differently. So it really wasn't until I started having people ask me how I did it, (laughs) that putting together a mentoring program and 
showing up as a coach to heart-centered creatives started being on my radar. As a master's degree student and someone who loves continued learning and someone who loves therapy, it was just a really cool way to blend all of my passions together. So lately what I've been doing is just helping people attract their ideal clients, making them see that they can stay grounded in their business while they're growing things and that they can let go some of that hustle culture that I think as millennial women or just people in general are so used to. (laughs) Yeah, that's so true. I feel like especially as service providers, the um, so service providers for everybody who's listening, like we're talking about lash artists, we're talking about hairstylists, we're talking about people who provide any type of service. And that could even be copywriting, that could be web design. It's like the message is that success is when you are fully booked. And of course, that is fairly obvious. It'd be nice to not ever have to wonder where your next client's coming from. But what I think is different about what you bring in terms of your messaging is that it's not just about being fully booked with your schedule a bit jam-packed, which is something I, like little caveat, I agree with this wholeheartedly, which is why I want people to scale their offers and not just do one-on-one stuff. Not just about being busy and booked, but it's also about not being burnt out. And it's about connecting with like your ideal client. So did you have a shift from when you realized that you were busy and you had a wait list to being like, how can I actually serve people that I want to hang out with? Was there like that realization or moment for you? Yeah. And I think it took me a couple of years to even get to that point. I was a service provider who would welcome anyone into my space. I had a really, I had no boundaries. I was a real lack of like policies, but there were no boundaries. I would let people come late. I would let people no show without charging them a cancellation fee. Uh I was sitting through two or three hour appointments with people who really didn't respect me or my business. And so I was tired and I was burnt out. And I realized that when I started showing up online, when I started connecting with my audience authentically beyond the products or the services that I was selling, and I could show them a piece of who I was, more people who were like-minded and more people that started coming into my business feeling like we were already best friends mm-hmm. started to fill my schedule. Yeah. So what I've been really focused on educating people on over the last couple of years is exactly how to do the same without first burning out. Like I did that already for us. Do yeah. follow that path that I took? Let's do things like the heart-centered way, the grounded way, the way that feels so aligned with what it is you wanted when you first started your business. Nobody starts off feeling like they're going to be tired or feeling they're going to have to take mental health days off of their passion. Right. That's so true. There's something that's so, I think I'm just really having this like realization in this moment about a certain amount of money is going to be different if it is, feels easy. And if you feel lit up and actually energized by the people you're working with. And I knew that subconsciously because even in who I coach one-on-one and obviously you're my ideal client <laughs> because you're here, but I I knew this subconsciously because I would be taking applications from people and be like, you know what? I don't, I just don't think that our values align. I just don't think that we, the way I work and show up is going to be what you are really looking for. And I'll make suggestions because you can just tell 
And then you've also, I've made that same mistake where I've said yes, because I'm like, they want to book a VIP date with me. I'm just using these examples actually hasn't happened in a VIP day, but it's like, I'll just say yes, because I'm like, this is, they want to pay me for this premium service. And always, it's all, I always regret it. There's something in my body that's like, this is a no, this is a no. And I can only imagine the frequency as being a service provider who does hourly or two hour Mm -hmm. or three hour chunks at a time, how even more draining that would be if you have a revolving door of clients who are like doing all those things, disrespecting what you would think like common sense would be what would be acceptable in terms of your clients to service provider relationship, but aren't. And even ones who do respect all the things, but show up and you're just like, this is a no. Exactly. And I get it. We're all just out there trying to make a paycheck. We're trying Mm -hmm. to keep roofs over our heads, ourselves fed, the people in our lives fed. Like we, we do these things because it makes us money. Mm -hmm. Hopefully people are working in careers or in jobs where there is some sort of passion that's holding them there aside from a paycheck. Mm -hmm. But sometimes that's not the case. And when you are just starting off or when things have been tricky and you don't feel like there's a path for you to take and you feel as a service provider or as a solo entrepreneur that you just have to accept everyone into your business, it's soul sucking. It's such an energy steal. And I just don't think that should be expectations anymore. There's a better way, which is why you're doing what you're doing. (laughs) Yeah. Insert booked and busy, but not burnt out. The masterclass, the group coaching program, the one-on-one mentoring, like here I am doing the thing. (laughs) I love that. I think that, so is there, I'm so super excited to talk about the masterclass. I'm super excited to talk about the group coaching work, obviously, because we've been like in creation with it. And I've been walking alongside you in this journey. But how did you like, when you started to have this shift, and maybe that comes, maybe, uh, I don't know if the right word is being choosy with clients, but like being more discerning with the clients you would take. Did that come as a result of you having a great, like a full sort of roster and just naturally sifting them out? Or did you find that they were almost self-segmenting before they got to you? And then that you realize that there was a way to actually start attracting them like intentionally? Like what? What happened there? Yeah, came first, the chicken or the egg. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. I think when I started showing up online, like when I started showing pictures of myself and not just photos of the service that I was selling and the before and after of what I could offer to people, I was introducing myself. I was showing behind the scenes moments of my day-to-day life. I was talking about the other passions that I had outside of the business that I was promoting. And I think when people started to connect with me as a human being compared to me as someone who would provide a service to them, if they were willing to invest in me, things really shifted. And when I started attracting those ideal clients, and I'm not kidding, my ideal clients feel like my best friends and we've become so close that it is now more of a real connection outside of the service. But when you, when I really started to lean in and have those people sitting in service with me, I gave them the best experience I could possibly give them. I tried to become the service provider I had always wanted for myself. And I gave that experience to my clients. I love that. That's so good. That's like the dream, right? That is the absolute dream 
to feel, even though you're tired at the end of the day, to feel Mm -hmm. like also full in the Mm -hmm. best way instead of that, I need to go sit in a quiet place (laughs) and refill my stores. And did you find, this is a leading question, like I feel like I know the answer, but did you find then you were able to elevate your Mm -hmm. service offerings and prices and all that sort of stuff? Yes, exactly. And I think that's what I really want other service providers to know. And the people that I support, like, that is the key. The way to be booked and busy without burning out is to attract people who are like-minded, but then also increase your prices. But then also get really specific about your policies and your boundaries and have opening and closed hours. All of those things come in when you are surrounded by people who actually respect your business. And so it was one of those situations, again, like what came first? Was it the clients that really lit me up and made me want to be the best service provider I could be for them? Or was it just time? Because Mm -hmm. (laughs) I was sick and tired of being sick and tired. Yeah. I think as soon as you start to make a decision to review like that time that you do have an ideal client walk into your business and say, what brought them here? What was the catalyst to have them put their hands up and say, I want to work with you? You can find that roadmap. You can find your step-by-step that you've intentionally or unintentionally put out into the world to bring them to you. And I found personally through my social media growth through the types of content I put out, that's absolutely been crucial because it's, and it's funny because I'll put something out and I won't have maybe the type of engagement I'm looking for necessarily in terms of the hundreds of thousands of likes, which is actually not what I'm looking for. And we can maybe have a segue into going viral and why we neither of us want to do that. But it's, I'll then I'll have direct message conversations <laughs> with people who it resonated with. And I'm like, if it only, if I only get two DMs, but they are my ideal clients, it is absolutely worth it. And as soon as you start to actually believe that you, the messaging is super important and your authenticity is super important, you understand the power that it has. I would love if you could talk a little bit about your your realization about like ideal clients and maybe mm. how you've even designed your own. Because I know this will be part of your program. <laughs> but when somebody's like, what is an ideal client mm-hmm. avatar? Or like, how do I even start? How do I even start to think about that? Yeah. So I might be doing things a little bit differently than other people have suggested in the past, but I really believe that it works. And so this idea of having a arbitrary name or an arbitrary age for an ideal client or customer. It just, to me, I don't connect with that. I'm not going to name a fake person mm-hmm. and give them a demographic and try to lean into someone who I've never met before when my ideal client can be me and I can create my business mm-hmm. around someone who has the same interests as me, has the same music taste, just everything. And so I think As business owners, when we give ourselves the permission to accept ourselves as our ideal client, everything that circles our business starts to feel really aligned with what it is we would want as a customer of that person. And then what's better is that 
when you shift and change and you grow and evolve as a person, so do your clients with you because you're constantly updating Mm -hmm. what it is that you're showing to the world based on where you're at in life. I see it so often that business owners or brands outgrow where they first started. And I think if you can really lean into showing parts of yourself as you evolve, it's impossible to outgrow your audience when they're growing with you. That was so good. <laughs> That's such a good sentence. I'm For everybody listening, I'm just going to grab that. This is going to be the clip of, that I'm going to put on social media. <laughs> it is. It, it's true, though. And I feel like for people, especially if you're educating, if you're in the education space, what I find with a lot of my TLF clients or students and people who are working with me to launch their own offers, it's usually people, it's usually yourself, like five years ago. If you're a service provider, absolutely. You want to be able to have, if you're spending that much time with somebody, and I honestly don't know that I could do it outside of like my coaching. Service providers, you are all amazing. And mine (laughs) who do my lashes and my hair and everything. I'm like, I'm going to put my AirPods in and just fall asleep for this entire session. But like, then there's other times where we get into conversations. I'm like, if you did not have an idea of who you wanted to bring into your business and weren't intentionally putting messages out there, you will bring in everybody. And mm-hmm. most and people will then make a decision based on your prices, mm-hmm. based on your results. And as, as much as those things get, are great, if you're constantly competing to be the cheapest, you're not going to be bringing in people who are your ideal clients. Like, it's just not, like, because... Unless that's your, unless you, that is your goal and you want to have a, like a store or a service that is known for that. But just know that it's not the heart centered way that I think you and I are approached that you and I subscribe to. Definitely. Yeah. And I think I can mirror that, that sentiment as well. It's just when you're attracting everybody, you're attracting nobody all at the same time. And I think, yes, business owners should be inclusive and we should really be leaning into making our, our products or our branding more diverse so it welcomes all people. But I think you can still speak to values and certain personalities and you can still be a niche service provider by still welcoming all people. Your customers or clients are just going to evaluate for themselves whether you're the service provider for them. So mm-hmm. instead of having your doors wide open and accepting everybody in, allow your clients to choose if you are the person for them based on the pieces of your business that have nothing to do with the products or services that you sell. I don't know about you, but all of the service providers and all of the businesses that I decide to support, I choose supporting them for reasons other than where I can get my jeans or where I can get my hair cut or where I can buy my food. It's so much Mm -hmm. more than the actual product that I'm giving money for. It's the values and the feeling that comes with it. Yeah, that's even how close they are. I'm like, I will drive. I will drive to go like, get something done, even if it's 30 minutes away, because Mm -hmm. you're the right person for me. I love that little comment you made about policies and like boundaries. I feel like that is something I've definitely learned in my business. You want to be, initially, I think you want to be easy breezy and you mm-hmm. want to make it super, you want to be super flexible for people <laughs> and all of that. And I found like the more that I would put 
create a policy before I had to deal with a specific situation so that I could lean back on that mm-hmm. policy and say, this is, these are my terms and conditions. This is my policy. Like it, instead of feeling like I was responding to that situation, mm-hmm. the more people respected me. So to summarize, the more clear I was about those boundaries, my office hours, all those sorts of things, when you, how you could access me, the more people respect it and the better the relationship was. What prompted you? What was like the, was there a moment? Was there a story or was there like a, a time that you were like enough is enough that, to create these for your own business? And do you recommend, is this a part of how you coach other people to elevate their own services? Yeah, I think even like leaning back into policies and boundaries as someone who's starting things off for the first time with no business background or you've done, you're doing this for the very first time, you're providing services, you're offering products, you're receiving money for your skill set. Um, policies and boundaries aren't something that people lean into right away. And it's amazing that you're like, oh, I'm going to create a policy before I have issues. That's just not the way that I ran my business when I first started. I had people showing up late. I had people no showing. As a lash artist, we see all sorts of like dirty eyes and like improper aftercare. And so I learned the hard way that People need guidelines and whether that comes in the form of con- of consent forms and policies and having something to back you up after something happens, I do really believe that having those rules and boundaries for yourself creates a really nice guideline for people of what to expect when they start working with you. So if you open up your first yeah. appointment or your first session or your second conversation with a one-on-one mentor or someone that you're supporting and you're saying to them, look, this is what I expect of you when we work together. And this is what you can expect of me. It already sets them up to know what they're Mm -hmm. getting into. And I think it increases the value of your service when they know that you care enough to put those rules in place. Yeah. And they were, they were, people want structure. Like they just do. Mm -hmm. It's clear. It's the mention about the dirty eyelashes and all that stuff. I'm like, (laughs) I, never done that where I've been like (laughs) I meant to wash my lashes before I got here but here I am it's but it it helps them understand like where the line is and I think that you do elevate people expect to have structure when they Mm -hmm. go into high end anything when you go to buy a luxury purse or something you expect there to be a certain way that they do things and that there to be rules in place and even if it's, even if it's, I don't really love this. I don't buy a lot of luxury handbags, but it's like, ask us, we'll grab the bag for you. We'll <laughs> sit you at this table. Whatever that structure is, I respect it because there's rules. Mm-hmm. Students do this in class. Like when you understand what the decorum is for that. And so I think for service providers who are nervous about really designing and taking control of their business in general, it's what would you appreciate mm-hmm. as a client? Everything you're saying about the ab- about like the values aligning too. It's like that goes hand in hand with then having a really professional professional business. Now, for your journey to retiring as a lash mm-hmm. artist, I always want to say lash therapist <laughs> because of your handle, and moving into social media, I'll say social media and branding strategy and coaching. 
How did that come about? Were people just reaching out to you and saying, like, tell me how you did this? Exactly. That's exactly how it started. And like I said earlier, it really wasn't on my radar. Leaning into my creative side, leaning into just showing who I am, like I've been saying, beyond the products and services. It's always just been a thing that I've dabbled with. Apps these days, like content creation apps, are so impressive. And so things have pivoted and changed a lot when it comes to sharing content online. So I had lash artists who had started in the industry at the very same time as me watch me grow from doing things like very DIY to like, whoa, how'd she do that? And so social media therapy started with me inviting a lash artist into my home where I set up a cute little like donut and fruit spread and I set up a PowerPoint slide on my TV and really just worked her through these steps. So I built a curriculum just based off of an inquiring mind that wanted to know how it was I'd been doing what I was doing when it came from what captions to post, um, how to be more confident showing up and talking on your stories to what type of branding colors should I use? What type of mm. fonts should I use? What do I post? What do I say? All of the things from her Instagram handle to how she showed up in her business online were all things that I worked through. And I think what it's blossomed into is that, but times a thousand, because I've <laughs> really gotten curious about my own process and what's worked for me and what's not worked. And it's been really fun to watch those light bulb moments come on for a lot of other service providers who are just looking for someone to reach out a hand and support them. Yeah, I think one of the things that one of my recent guests said was like, I want, like I became the resource that I mm -hmm. wish I had. And I think you said that in one of our coaching sessions mm -hmm. too, is I want to guide people through and like speed up their process so they don't have to make those same mistakes that I did. And they realize that there's a better way of lit, like being a business owner because this, the thing with, I always chuckle, like people, when they become entrepreneurs or service providers or anything, then they realize that they also have to be content creators and mm -hmm. marketers and all of the things that they didn't necessarily sign up for. And it's natural to feel nervous or overwhelmed when you get into a new space and you have to learn a new thing. But what I love about what you're doing is you're breaking it down, not only into like the approach into the mindset stuff, but also into some of those tangibles like Instagram bio structure. And that's the masterclass you delivered for my fit pros and instructor magic was literally a presentation just on the Instagram bio alone. And I think when people are like, wow, this is actually, there's a lot of depth here. And yet it's very simple mm -hmm. when you break it down for somebody instead of having this like arbitrary, make your Instagram bio better. Like why and how <laughs> and what does better mean? So let's transition and do a little segue now because people are like, okay, how do I learn this? You have free masterclasses coming mm -hmm. up that people can register for. And you also have a coaching program. So tell me a little bit bit about them or to I know about them but tell everybody else about them <laughs> yeah lots I think I know everything between our like weekly coaching calls and me voxering you at two in the morning <laughs> with like panicked emojis yeah I would love to share about it to 
kick things off for the launch of my new group coaching program. I'm hosting these three free masterclasses and they are all focused on how to attract your ideal customer, how to attract your ideal client, especially for service providers who are sick of being burnt out. For anyone who has let imposter syndrome or the comparison game or perfection paralysis keep them from showing up and Introducing themselves to their new best friend that just so happens to be a customer in their business. I am sharing actionable changes and tips and strategies on how exactly I got started. And it is all foundations that are found in the group coaching program. So people are really getting like a free full one hour sneak peek into what it would be like to work within the group coaching program. I'm really excited to see the full notebooks and like the amazing mindset (laughs) shifts that come out of this masterclass because it is full of all of the good stuff. Absolutely. Yeah, I know. I was looking over Nicole's slides and I was like, wow, I'm actually taking some notes (laughs) on on everything she's going to be teaching and I'm going to be attending one of them as well. I think these masterclasses are great because they do give people a sneak peek into what it's like to work with you, and also what it's like to be in community. This journey of being an entrepreneur is lonely. It Mm -hmm. can be very lonely and isolating. And especially in, I would imagine, in the service provider Mm -hmm. industry too, there's like competition. And some of your friends are also people (laughs) who have very similar businesses. And so it can be hard to feel super supported. I think you, from what I've seen, you've done an amazing job of cultivating an amazing group of friends who are in the similar space as you and you're very supportive of everybody but i think what people don't realize is like when you want to make a big change have being in a program in a group coaching program or in a course where you can talk about things that are challenging you get feedback from your coach but also from other people and it's in a cohort style Mm -hmm. where you're like we're all doing this for the next six to eight weeks like it's very powerful it's pretty incredible like how that's almost a secret like <laughs> advantage or benefit that is wildly impactful and folks don't realize it until they're actually in that community. Yeah, I love that whole idea of moving through something that's brand new at the same time or at the same pace as somebody else who maybe you've never even met before. So the coolest part about being in community and group coaching programs is that You have a built-in accountability buddy, but times however many members are in the group. So it's a really cool Mm -hmm. way to also get your name out into the industry. A lot of the service providers and creative entrepreneurs that are really interested in joining the group these days are therapists. They're nurse practitioners who provide aesthetic services. They are dentists. They are wellness educators. Like, We have everyone from the aesthetic industry to the wellness industry to people who are looking to just launch their own product line. It's going to be an amazing group of people. And I can't wait to see all of the connections and relationships that blossom just from being in the six-week program together. Yeah, I'm really excited. I've seen people who are booked for into the masterclass and I'm like, oh my gosh, like these humans are amazing. And Mm -hmm. So for those who are curious about how that works, like when Nicole said the champagne pop of her new coaching program, which all of that details, all the details, the name, 
the inclusions are <laughs> all going to be previewed in the masterclass and then released. So you're going to want to either for sure book into one of those masterclasses, but also get on Nicole's email list so that you can get those details. There's just a way that these launches work where it's really cool when you have heart-centered providers or like your ideal clients join like the process of getting the information and then enrolling at a time that feels right to them. But there are like, you do have doors open and doors closing dates. So people are going to need to get in ASAP. <laughs> if you're yeah. listening to this in the future, I'm very sorry. Get on the wait list. <laughs> get on the wait list for the next one. For round two, exactly. 2023 is right around the corner and round two will be happening then. But if you are catching this before doors close on September 26th, Doors open officially on September 19th. It is as soon as I launch that masterclass, as soon as we are live, people have the ability to jump into the group coaching program. In the masterclass, I am going to be releasing amazing bonus offers and discount codes. My VIP waitlist and email list right now is about to be receiving the most amazing discount code as well. Um, so I just think that if it, if anything resonated, if you're feeling like you're sick and tired of waiting for that moment where your business is all just going to feel aligned and it's all going to be good and you're going to have all the answers for doing things the way you've been doing things, it's time for a change. And I cannot wait to guide you through that process. Yeah, I'm so excited for everybody who's going to get to be in this cohort. Okay, and so finally, like, people are always nervous to invest in themselves, and I get it, especially if you have financial trauma mm -hmm. in the past or you have had an investment that didn't go well. Um, but I've also, for me, making an investment in tech or a coaching program or a course, it's always been the thing to speed up the process. And if you want to speed up the process, it's either like you have to invest the time and learn it yourself and do all the things that you, you know, you experienced yourself of trying and of failing and then starting over again and realizing that there's a better way. So what would your message be? Or like, do you have a story related to that in terms of like just to encourage people, whether it's with your program or another to elevate where they are in their business. Totally. Yeah. I was walking my dog the other day thinking about just when people are making a leap to make a business investment, whether it's their time or um, their financial energy, I have this idea that your mental health is the best ROI for your business and like full stop. Like it needs no further explanation. And if you want me to explain, I'm happy to. So it's just this idea of when you invest in the pieces that are going to give you back time and joy and peace and sleep, you are able to be a, a more full human. You're able to show up for the people in your life, whether that's your personal life or your business so much more fully you're able to take care of yourself and if there are things you have your eye on that feel like they're going to give you back your mental health or your time or your joy or give you some piece of knowledge that you don't think you'll be able to receive on your own that's what you should be investing in in your business and that is going to be the best return on investment i love that your best roi is your mental mm -hmm. health i could not agree more 
Um, and I think it it really speaks to the fact that like there's this there the hustle culture, even that term is like a little bit overused, mm-hmm. but like the the you should be able to just work more and figure it out and be a solopreneur and like and like hire a VA, like invest in that tech that's gonna automate your business, hire a coach. And obviously this is, you know, it's not even meant to be self-serving, but it's I know that there's been investments I've made in coaches and in courses that have literally changed the game for me. And even just having templates and having their roadmap mm-hmm. to be like, this is how you did it. Amazing. I'm going to pluck pieces from this and apply it to my business. And then I can move on and I don't have to worry about it and think about my business instead of actually just like acting and doing mm-hmm. it. Um, and so to like wrap things up, I mean, I love have loved working with you and we're coming up on our three months together and I cannot wait to see this launch come to fruition. And I'm cheer, you know, cheering you on every step of the way. And when you made the nut comment about the 2M boxers, well, <laughs> it's not because I mean, like that's just how it is. That's literally just how it is. And I, I realized that even for myself, I wanted to do all the things you were saying about being more intentional about those ideal clients, because when I have boxer messages come in, I want to be excited mm-hmm. to hear them from people. So would you recommend somebody looking into TLF if they're curious about course launching or coaching programs um, or working with me? Obviously, like, I feel like I know the answer and it's such an awkward question to ask, but I have to. Yeah, no, I'm really glad that you asked because I'm sure at this point people have, have witnessed a couple of podcast interviews with you and your students. And it is always that question of, okay, so she's doing things differently. So is it is it worth it? And and it really is. I think like, yeah, launching a course for the very first time, not knowing what the hell you're doing is really, really scary. And as someone who's creative and always has new ideas, those are the boxer messages Hannah is getting at 2 a.m. Like instantly I'm receiving a download in the middle of the night and being like, oh my God, I need to tell someone. And I know you're going to be there in the morning, <laughs> yeah. you know, sending me those those cheerleading messages back. Um, so for me, like launching a group coaching program was always a dream. And, you know, doing it in person or doing it online was always something that I thought I might do one day. I just had no idea where to start. And this fear of doing it wrong or fear of not finishing was keeping me from actually starting the process. And so when I initially Mm -hmm. reached out to you, it just felt like, okay, enough is enough. This is something that I'm being called to do. Now is the time to do it. Ask for help. And I mean, we've gotten to the stage of launch. Like launching is happening next week and I'm doing the thing for real. And I can honestly say that it's through your templates and guidelines and you checking things over before they go live that it's it's happened for real. And I can't thank you enough. Well, I can't thank you enough for being uh, so, so amazing and for being truly my ideal client. When I go through my Asana um we haven't even spoken about the fact that we both have ADHD <laughs> yeah, like, and like, <laughs> no and I feel like it's funny because we we are very different people but like Nicole is so <laughs> and so anybody who's going to be working with her as a client or as a student just know your experience is going to be amazing because if me as the coach was like oh we are like I do not need to chase her for things mm-hmm. and we are ticking things off on this list and it's such a professional experience for me coaching you i can only imagine how 
much value those students are going to get from you as their coach for six weeks within your program. And even those people who are in your masterclass, like she has such an attention to detail and such a high standard. (laughs) Sometimes my job has been like, just do it. <laughs> just get it out there. Yeah. I mean, that's been a stop fussing. It, it's good. It's fine. Yeah, that's been an incredible lesson for me to take on in this process, too. When you have full creative control over things all of the time and you welcome someone into your creative process and say, OK, here it is. This is what I've done. And they say it's amazing, but just post it anyways. It's just been this incredible lesson that I've received from you that I'm happy to continue giving to my future students of just post it, just do it, put it out into the world, receive that feedback. And then you can make changes from there or you can take lessons from what worked and maybe what didn't work as you expected. So yeah, I I appreciate Mm -hmm. you so much. This process is not for the faint of heart, but I really do believe (laughs) that there's so much value and so much joy and so much freedom that comes from moving through this process. And I cannot wait to watch the people who I am lucky enough to support, transform their lives and the lives that they're touching as well. It's this beautiful kind of cascade of moments that is about to happen. What a way to end it. So great. Okay, so for everybody, if you haven't, if you haven't gotten this message enough, <laughs> I rolled my, rolled my own eyes here. Um, make sure you sign up for her masterclasses. If you're listening to this in the, in the future, um, head to her Instagram profile, which I'll link in the show notes. And I'm sure there's going to be a wait list and some resources you can download. She also has a fantastic freebie, um, which is a free guide, a lead magnet, as we call it, in the world of online course launching, which is uh, 10 caption prompts. And it's not just like a list of 10 <laughs> captions. When I when I looked over her lead magnet, I was like, holy shit, <laughs> this is like, this is actually like a mini course. Yeah. And because it shows the strategy and everything um, behind why you would post something and how to brainstorm and work through it on your own. So if you're a service provider wondering what to post, head to our lean magnet, download that free guide, get on her email list. Um, and if you're looking for social media therapy and somebody who wants to help amplify your message, your business, and really help you get those ideal clients to get you booked and busy, but not burnt <laughs> out, you know who to call and who to work with. Thank you, Nicole, so much for sharing your experience working with me and also your mission to help service providers do all the things. I think I can't wait to watch this all come to fruition. Thank you so much, Hannah. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you for listening all the way to the end of the Yes You Can podcast. Man, this was a great episode, right? (laughs) If you loved it, I would love and appreciate a positive rating and review on Apple Podcasts for you to subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. Or for you to share your Instagram stories and tag me. I would love to get to know you and hear what you love about today's episode. Thanks so much, friends. And remember, yes, you can. <laughs>